bet Tom's been caught jerking off to a created character from like Mortal Kombat or Soul Calibur or something. Tom's the type of guy that get caught and then finish looking at you in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> you know? He's like, that's actually helping. <laughs> Thank you for right. getting me to completion. <laughs> now, uh, what about Jake? Jake, uh, maybe, I don't know. I feel like Jake's the type of guy that'd be really smart about that and just dumb about everything else. <laughs> right. I also feel like the the time span of him doing it's only like 15 seconds. So, like, therefore, that'd be a very small window of him getting caught. Right. He's just like an in and out deal. Yeah. He just sees a statue. He <laughs> like just sees, like, this. a statue with boobs on it. And he's just like, <laughs> saving that for later. <laughs> it's like, it's cutting into my drinking time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got two left, Dylan and Talon. Dylan, absolutely. He he recorded it though, and then sold it online. I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> he, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Talon, honestly, um, yeah, I think he's the one that got caught. You think he's the one? Yeah. See, I'm just glad I'm not the only one. But he probably just did like a Talon scream, like ah. He probably has a hilarious story about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You'll have to ask him next time you guys do an episode. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna make him listen to it, even though he hates anime. I mean, do what you gotta do. Okay. Boo! <laughs> Boo! Anime! <laughs> Alright. Somebody pass me a beer. listening to and now i mention everything so buckle up you want to do it riley well, you're reading you this time do it. no you're fine you're reading it the whole thing the whole goddamn thing i no, don't put that pressure on me <laughs> <laughs> don't worry i walked into my bedroom and saw my wife had a bu- uh I saw my wife have a book. you're about to say butt plug. No, well, she does, but no. <laughs> but I walked in, and there was a book, and it said everything origami, and I thought it said everything orgasm, and I was like... <laughs> you were like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to jack off these fucking light bulbs! Do you want me to do my, like, my announcer voice? For yeah, go ahead. Or? Okay. I think it'd be funny. Disclaimer, if you haven't seen the anime yet, we will be talking about the current anime up to season two. We might talk about where the new anime is heading with its new season coming sometime in 2024. We won't go into crazy depth about it much, but if you are currently watching it, we suggest finishing it and coming back at a later date. We will be talking about moments of the show we feel are worth talking about, and maybe you can re- relate to it with your own favorite moments of the show. If so, send us an email at minimusfortune at gmail.com or shoot us a message on Instagram at minimusfortunepodcast, all one word, about your favorite part of the episode. Now, on to the show. What's up, guys? It's Riley Wallen here with my fellow co-hosts, and we're about to introduce you to another segment of And Now I Mention Everything. As I said before, I'm with my co-hosts here, and they go by the names of... Tyler Campbell. And it's your boy Mason. So today we'd like to touch light on a topic of something that's really pissed me off lately, and that's uh, that 
Dragon Ball Kai is now on Hulu. <laughs> and at first, I was extremely fucking excited about it. I'm like, this is great. I'm like, I literally bought Funimation app just so I could be able to watch this. And now I don't have to pay for that anymore because it's on Hulu. So I started watching it last night. I'm like, okay, let me find where I'm at. I'm like, oh, holy shit, there is a lot less episodes. So then I found the episode I was on, started watching it, and then Gohan opened up his little bitch mouth. (laughs) (laughs) And he sounded like the worst version of Gohan I've ever heard in my fucking life. I was like, oh, man, they really they, they were cheap, cheap on this show. Like, they don't even have all the same voice actors. Like, mm. Frieza's different. Gohan's different. I'm pretty sure they used an actual black guy for Piccolo. <laughs> <laughs> Krillin sounded the same, and Goku sounded the same. And Vegeta. Well, I'm glad they were, you know, at least able to get those voices back. Yeah, that, I was just like, that has to be Sean Schimmel, and that has to be, uh, what's his face? Who does Vegeta? Uh, Chris. Chris Sabat. Yeah, yeah. Chris Sabat, yeah. So that is my bitch of the week. I do you feel better because I woke up to an email uh, with Riley bitching at me about how he can't believe that they put Kai on, and then immediately after, <laughs> I can't believe what they did to Gohan and Frieza. That's literally what I said. I'm like, my bow and Gohan. I'm like, he doesn't. Even... <laughs> Instead of sounding like cool and kind of like raspy teenager, he just sounded like. Like, I don't know, fucking Pinocchio. He like the, He has the Sinji <laughs> syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> he sounded like a whiny little... He literally did sound like a whiny little bitch. I hate to say... He is a bitch. <laughs> he is a bitch. I, I had to tell him, like, he doesn't, like, get cool until the Cell saga, until it's Teen Gohan. Like, Frieza Gohan, no matter what, is going to be a bitch, no matter who does his voice. Like, he's just, Dad, why can't you be better? I mean, pretty much, yeah. It was. It just bothered me so much because I had waited so long to watch this because, as I've talked about in past episodes, I've been literally trying to like finish Dragon Ball Z so I could watch Super, and I keep getting sidetracked. Original Dragon Ball Z is too fucking long. There's too many filler episodes. <laughs> There's a lot. Snake Way alone yeah. is like 10 episodes. And I watched all of that, and I was just like, what? Like, just fucking fly there, Goku. Like, I don't know. At this point. I know, I Can't know, fly. but... But you need to understand how long it is. Bro. <laughs> you really have long. to understand. Kira Toriyama couldn't have made Snake Way any shorter. Like, imagine if you ran on Snake Way for ten weeks as a child. Okay, now, now you're Goku, you know? like and He's, like, really fast. Way faster. And he fucking cheated. And he fucking cheated. He jumped he in the back did. of a truck and fell asleep. Yeah, that's true. He did. He did. Fucking cheater. So, I, all in all, I was just really excited to see this. Like, I've been building up to this for years, and then, like... Two minutes in, it gets killed for me. So I'm really conflicted now. Do I just watch the original series or do I just power through Kai? So uh, it depends on what kind of like detail you're looking for when it comes to that show. Uh, you can get kind of like how you how you did with uh, Naruto and you skipped all the filler shit. Well, you didn't. You I didn't. didn't I, like, I watched all of it. Yeah. there. I mean, if you want to. You know, watch the good parts of Naruto Shippuden. There are websites that you can go to and I find all the, 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 yeah, all the bullshit. <clears throat> they do that for Dragon Ball Z. And I, as a child, watched every single episode because I, as a child, watched it on Toonami. And we know how that went. You get a new episode and then it restart four different times before you got a new episode. Um, so I can't really say if... it. it Kai is actually kind of worth it, honestly, in my opinion. Like, it gets to the Raditz fight after, like, episode two. 
Oh, well, yeah, that's that's a Instead benefit of in like itself. Instead of like 15, 20 episodes <laughs> yeah. later. I mean, to be honest, if you're just trying to watch Super, just power through it. Yeah, if you're just trying to, so. if you're just trying to get to Super, or you're trying to get to like just the understanding of Dragon Ball Z, Kai is like the way to go. Definitely seems like the most time friendly thing because time honest, is not something I have a lot of. There's only lately. like a handful of like references that Super makes to Z, anyways. So it's not like you're missing a whole lot. So I can see that. Uh, my, <clears throat> I have an anime that I want to bitch about. It. It's it's going to be One Punch Man. One Punch Man for me, season two, just didn't have enough Saitama. And I waited, like, I want to say, like, three years on season two. And we finally got it. And it was just, like, void. A lot of people agree with that. Yeah. yeah. And plus, it, it just ended, like, out of nowhere, too. Yeah. They put out 13 it, episodes, and then they were just like, okay, we're done. We're done for a while. And I... I I like how they're setting up this villain because he hasn't really come into contact with Saitama. There have been times where Garu's tried to attack Saitama and Saitama just unknowingly like swats him away, whether he's got like Kai power or not. You know, you can sense this ability of this dude coming at him and he's like, oh, it sounds like a gnat and just smacks he does him it twice. I think. Yeah, yeah he does. And mm-hmm. it, it's never like a full on fight. And I think. Garu by <laughs> sorry, this is funny. Is it ever a full on fight? Is it ever a full on fight? Yeah. <laughs> like with him? Sorry, no, go ahead. Well, you got like fights with like Lord Boris and no, like I, the, the that was, King. That was pretty serious, yeah. Yeah, yeah so it, it's just like, you know, it, it's setting up this like villain for what's to come. So I, I am excited for season three because it seems like a lot's about to happen. Well, while we're sitting here, um, we might as well base our whole episode on One Punch Man. Ooh. I mean, you know, you think? Uh, do we have enough info here? I think we might. Yeah. yeah, I think we got it. Okay. Yeah, we might have it covered. Three, two, one. Let's jam. Go. <laughs> <laughs> one punch. <laughs> that would be a good segue. <laughs> so, let's talk about the first time I saw One Punch Man or heard about it. I want to say it was like 2014. I was working at Radio Shack, as not a lot of people do, besides Mason. <laughs> yeah. All the great <laughs> stories start with, I was working at Radio Shack. <laughs> it was the highlight of my life. Hey, guys, remember that store that closed down? <laughs> remember that company that went bankrupt twice? Um, but I had a really cool coworker. Um, Tyler actually knows him as well. And we talk about anime and stuff that we were watching at the time. And uh, he brought up One Punch Man. I'm like, yeah, dude, I just can't stop seeing people talk about this on Facebook. Like, I don't get... What's so good about it? And he's like, no, it's really good. Just watch it. So I went home and watched like 10 episodes solid, and I was just fucking hooked immediately. <laughs> I loved everything about it. And then I'm, I'm pretty sure I told you to watch it, Tyler. Yeah, so uh, what the hype was about was when I saw it was on Facebook, and it was the Genos fight with Saitama. Okay, yeah. And it was Genos saying, train me, master. Fight fight me and and like saitama's like very against it and genos is like all right well i'm gonna go full power and if you stop me you stop me if not then i don't need to be trained by you and uh i i think that like really stomped the internet to see this weird main character cause this much damage and everybody just accepts it because i was gonna say i think the cool thing about like this that i hadn't seen a lot in other animes is they do it in uh, some of the other shows that, that, they, that they produce, but, like, it goes into, like, super ultra-high-detailed action, and then all of a sudden it's, like, he's 2D flat with no shading. You know? <laughs> and he's got, like, yeah. lines across <laughs> his face. Like, and then he's just, yeah. like, his famous lines, like, okay. Oh. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just like, oh. Yeah. Like, just the most stale look on Uninterested his face. Uninterested at all, dude. <laughs> yeah. That's what, re- that's what I like about it, to you be like, honest. You I like Sight Thomas? It's just, like, nonchalant. Do, 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 do. Yeah. <laughs> Like, he's just not phased by anything. He's so uninterested. <laughs> um, so, to give a little bit of background here, and it feels kind of hard to explain this because I feel like there's not a lot of people out there in the anime world that don't know about One Punch Man. But One Punch Man is basically just about an ordinary guy named Saitama who commits to himself that he's going to basically be the strongest person in the world. So for three years straight, he does 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, and then runs 10 kilometers, 10 kilometers every single day. No AC in the summer, no <laughs> heat during the winter. But you know, 10 kilometers is like six miles. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's insane. And he does this every single day for three years. And he literally becomes just the strongest being in the world. And bald. Unequivocally. And bald. <laughs> he, he literally goes from like being like a normal looking anime guy who works at like an office or something to just a superhero. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think his first uh, interaction with a monster, whenever he still has hair and he saves the little boy with the soccer ball and, you know, the, he's at the park and he's fighting this giant crab thing. And he's like, you know what? Why am I not strong? Mm-hmm. And he commits himself. It, it has got to be the laziest fucking writing <laughs> I have ever seen when it comes to a main character. But honestly, the the sh- the sheer fact of, of this anime is that it's a joke. It really anime is. Anime is a running joke. That's kind of how the writer writes his content, exactly, though. Because he's so dummy, stupid, strong that like it doesn't make it like no bounds, no bounds of this man. It's kind of relevant to like Mob Psycho in was, a way. Man, I didn't, I didn't want to bring it up because, to be honest with you, well, I kind of like Mob more. But like, I love the Mob more. It's the yeah. same thing. It but is. its story is, it has a basis around just a main character, character who doesn't really exactly look like he's ver- taken seriously. No, like, he just seems like a normal, like wimpy guy. But he's literally like the most OP thing Bro, in that he's universe. Washing, er, he's wearing dish gloves. As a superhero, <laughs> I mean, pretty much, and red booties and a yellow yeah. suit. <laughs> Reminds me of like Jay and Silent Bob, like you yeah. and the fucking panty red booties. He's like, "Who the fuck are you talking about?" And he looks down. And he's like, "Oh, I am wearing panty red booties. Why in the fuck do you tell me that?" <laughs> There's cer- certain superheroes you look at that you're like, oh, "Okay, Batman. Yeah, he's menacing. He's gonna." fucking destroy me there's superman yeah same thing but one punch man is literally just a guy who's bald and like a yellow suit no red gloves on his red face. Boots. no expression on his face <laughs> and i i think that's like a good premise of why like he does these heroic acts like saves the city from a giant meteor saves the the world from an alien ex- like uh invasion yeah invasion mm-hmm. and you know, saves the world from seeking. It's just like, it's these little tiny things that no hero in this world could stand up to. He, he, he comes in, he flattens them out and they're like, Oh, who's around. So we've got this guy in dish gloves, or we've got this dude who kind of looks like a badass with a baseball bat. Let's we've also got this guy that rides a bike. <laughs> we can't give him full any armor respect on. at all. Real OG. <laughs> Moonman rider. Moonman rider. <laughs> Still my favorite hero. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and get into it. 
Let's dive deep. Deep dive. Into the deep dive. Into the deep end. So, I want to give a little backstory on the show. Um, to us, our protagonist Saitama is one punch man, but to many of the citizens he protects and saves within the show, he is known by his hero name as the Caped Baldy, which he totally is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the show's plot is centered around Saitama being the most powerful being to exist in the realm of heroes and monsters. Saitama, among other heroes, faces world-ending monsters that are ranked by severity. Wolf, tiger, demon, dragon, and god. When it comes to the heroes and the the hero society, they're ranked from, I think... D- I want to say D to A, or D, D to S. S. S is well, C was the lowest because he started in the lowest one. Uh, maybe C. I'm pretty sure I, it's I C. I think it's C. S. And then yeah. he like climbs the ranks. Uh, so all the serious, I want to say serious with S, right. has to be <laughs> super yeah, serious. Super super <laughs> double serial? S. Is that what that means? Super yeah. serious. <laughs> so the S class are the only heroes that honestly really matter in the show. A kind of has their shining moments. They've got like metal bat and I'll say S and A seem like superhuman, but like B and C are more just like maybe like strong normal yeah. people kind of. S seems know, more like, like like demigod type heroes. Like, yeah, they're not like Green Tornado. People. Is that her name? Tor- yeah. It's just Tornado. Yeah, just, just tornado. tornado. She's fucking OP as shit. Yeah, and then, I mean, uh, well, they haven't even introduced the first hero yet, number one, and we will be talking about him at the very end, oh. which I'm super <laughs> excited to talk about because his powers are insane. And and you're right, the the super the superhumans, because you got, like, Metal Knight, you've got Tornado, you've got Wolf Boy, Dog Boy, Dog That's Hound. That's a guy in the Dog Hound. Yeah, <laughs> dog Hound. Oh, yeah, Shout I know who you're talking about. Up, uh, the dude. Garu. He's actually yeah. my favorite hero. <laughs> uh, you've got, like, who else? You? Genos. Genos is in S. He's like an android. Yeah, yeah which so, is I funny. Mean, they, they've Cyborg, got, I don't know. They're, they're like the heroes that, that actually take care of the real problems while, like, DCB just take care of, like, everyday city problems. Pretty much, like, someone stole a lady's purse. Go send mm-hmm. a D after him. Yeah, so you mentioned the, the rankings, too. So what is it? Uh, Wolf. It was, yeah. Wolf. So that's basically, I think... Uh, Potential to cause harm to someone. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then the yeah. next one was demon. Tiger. No, tiger. tiger. And tiger yeah. is, it can potentially be a threat to the city. Yes. And then after that, it's threat to multiple cities. Demon. Yeah. And then it's threat to the entire civilization. God uh, would the, be. To the continent. Continent. And then, and and then, then God would be civilization. World. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. It's nuts. Yeah. Nuts. And in this show, you actually see a couple God characters step in and it's, whoo. So season one doesn't waste any time with Saitama becoming too powerful. Like literally, like I said, it's in the first few episodes. Um, He quickly becomes too powerful and starts causing him to lose any sense of thrill in battle. Solely from the fact that he defeats almost every monster he encounters using a single punch. With names like Normal Punch, Karate Chop, or Kinda Serious Punch. <laughs> yeah. So, and also, like, when he starts adding serious yeah. to the punches, it's like, it's there's real. no fucking chance. <laughs> there's serious no fucking chance. Punches. <laughs> <laughs> now, you're probably wondering, how did this man get so strong? Well, as we talked about earlier, he did 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, 100 squats, and a 10-kilometer run Grooming. every day with no AC in the summer and no heat during the winter. Like, he was literally putting his body through it. And that kind of reminds me of, like, Netero from Hunter Hunter. You know what I mean? Mm. How he spends, like, 10 years, 10 years in that field. 10 years perfecting a punch. Just one punch. You one punch. Many, like, 
that's real training. <laughs> that is like that's serious commitment. Sai Thomas is not. It was a year at max. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I mean, no AC. That's pretty difficult, dude. I grew honestly. up with that. Fuck, am I a superhero now? <laughs> I did too. <laughs> I but would, I would pay so much money to see the three of us like try to do this at least once a week. I would I would get like three weeks in and be like I'm done. Yo, can we just like split it between us? Can we do right. like thirty three push-ups? You do it this day. We'll have to do that. I'll walk three miles at the gym. I mean, I that's you, that's I more than I, I do I now. Do even fifty push-ups. Not I bet in a by row. Like, <laughs> I bet like 30, 35. I think I can done. top out at like twelve. You can do like five every hour. <laughs> yeah. I'd start out at twelve and then work my way up and see. <laughs> and it'd be like I'm not doing a push up for a year mm-hmm. like, that's too much but no that's the joke about it people even actually make fun of him when they tell him that too when they, he tells people that they like mm-hmm. make fun of him they're like no way we don't believe you there yeah. are people in real life who have tried to uh, duplicate his workout regimen I've seen one guy on YouTube who did it for like three months and he's like yeah I got shredded like I lost like 15 yeah. pounds it's, it was, it's possible it's, it's a insane. good regimen it's just like not to the level of him being not to the level like of him. Yeah, yeah like, you're not uh, going to turn into a god Superman or anything. Plus ten, <laughs> yeah. Like. yeah, you're not going to be able to punch a meteor to death. Um, <laughs> to death. <laughs> Was it alive? Was it alive? <laughs> <laughs> is anything alive? So here's the thing about this anime with all of its charm. Saitama isn't this peak figure of what the normal strong guy looks or acts like, nor is he no shining example of what the average superhero is. He's pretty lazy and has a nonchalant attitude with just about everything, unless it's a bargain sale on Saturdays. <laughs> <I love laughs> that. That's, that is literally my favorite thing about him, dude. When and he's that's, fighting, uh, yeah, Carno, the bug guy. Yeah, yeah. When he's fighting the 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 bug, Kabuto. And, or something yeah, like that? it's Carno Kabu- Kabuto. Kabuto. Oh. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, when when he's doing that fight. And he realizes what day it is, and he does the math in his yeah. head. He said, "If to, if yesterday was Friday and tomorrow <laughs> is Sunday, then today is Saturday, and that is the last day of this bargain." This and blast his enemy into a million pieces. It <laughs> just takes He's off. Gonna be late. <laughs> Dude, after I, I saw say, that, I was like, "All right, I love this." Anime. <laughs> I, I love, I love that they played on that, like yeah. within multiple episodes too. Um, so. His fights usually consist of him being late to the fight, intense dramatics, and, and basically he's not really displaying like serious emotions and serious moments. It's really over the top. Like they play on like how much he doesn't care about what's going on. Like it's just inconvenient to him. He's got to be there and he's got to be a hero. Honestly, like the real saving grace of the show is just how intense the action is when it happens. Oh yeah. Like I'm pretty sure it's made by Mappa Studios, yep. I want to say. And yep. you know they their track record just proves to show that, like they, they have they have they have they're really good at making these dull ass characters and then just like turning them up to eleven and making them so op it's not even funny. So real quick, I do want to mention some of the other heroes in the show that we kind of talked about earlier. Um, Moomin Rider, personal favorite, Puri Puri, Prisoner, Metal Bat, and <laughs> returning villain Speedo, Sonic Sound, and even Genos has his moments. Now, Genos is basically like oh, God. the Here second protagonist of the show. Here we fucking go. Yeah, I know. Tyler doesn't like the fact that I think Genos is probably one of the greatest heroes he's, in that show. He's cool. But. Okay, so like he's the Vegeta of... What are you trying to say about Vegeta? We have a statue of him in here. Yeah, that's great. 
doesn't mean it hasn't gotten his ass kicked <laughs> in every single fight. Like we watch, we watch, uh, we watch the new Gohan, the Dragon Ball Super superhero. Yeah, he finally beat Goku. He Spoiler. finally. How old are we? I don't want to talk about that 22. right now. Twenty-two. <laughs> Damn near thirty years. I've been watching this since I was in that cult. So I want to say like at least a good like fifteen years of Dragon Ball Z, and I haven't seen Vegeta win not one fight. No, but yeah, he but always goes out like a boss. I was going to say have every single fight he's been in, he's done his fucking I was going to say like, he's definitely done damage too just like Genos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and one of these days he's, he's going to be necessary. It's funny Genos like you would assume like he's more deserving of like the power, you know? Oh, he yeah. kind of is. Like, and that's that's what they play on that tries. in the show is because yeah. like Genos he's always trying harder to be better where Saitama's really not. <laughs> and Saitama's just like you know, inadvertently stronger than him. Like, like there's no getting around it. Yeah. So the cool part about Genos is the scientist behind him. So anytime he gets a piece of an enemy that's metal that he appreciates, he throws it in his body. And he upgrades yeah. two or three times. I three think. times. He does. So, far. so far in the anime. Yeah. And, and I, I wanted to mention something too about the doctor scientist guy. hundred percent is a throwback to the creator of the death scythe Gundam. Mm. He looks. He has the same haircut, the same nose, and everything. Really, yep. looks just like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's awesome. Just like him. So <laughs> it's just like Genos is. He is the action of the show because you have a show about a man who can kill people in one punch. And how is that supposed to be action? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, how are you supposed to make fights in action with that? He like, just right. shows up. All the actions like, with Ugh. everybody else, all the other 20 yeah. heroes, you know? Yeah. And, all the and that's what I like about it, though, is you, you really get to see, like, the limits of some of these characters that can get pushed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because a lot plenty of, them, of fights in those shows that express those moments. A lot of them do not go down in one punch uh, when it comes to the other heroes. they I mean, they, they show what they've got. Like, the Metal Bat, the Samurai, Yo, the Fighter. Oh. The Fighter. <laughs> deep, between the three yeah. of those, when they're fighting underneath the alien ship. Yeah. That is some great They were getting animation. the marbles. Yeah. Yes. I really like Metal Bat's fight with... Uh, Garu or whatever. Uh, yeah, he, he definitely he like gonna, almost brought him to He was gonna beat his ass. He was. The little his daughter showed up. Yeah. Or, not his daughter. His sister. His, his sister, sister was like, "Don't up. do this." And he was just like, uh, "Okay, I got somewhere else to be." Yep. See ya. Like, man, he's ass, right? I, metal bat. Yeah. Metal bat's ass. I'm gonna say he's. he's one I know of the he's top ranks. twenty. Yeah. yeah he Hit his, ha- uh, fucking ridiculous, dude. He has the he has the Saiyan gene where the more he gets beat up the more uh, the stronger he comes the stronger he and gets. like what's yeah. crazy is he has been in every season so far and he he gets his ass whooped but even if he's in the hospital he like straight up just fucking leaves like purry purry prisoner yeah <laughs> and they fucking leave and they come back and they go to the fight it doesn't even matter like how fucked up they are they they go in there they give it their all they have some great fights between them like especially with the sea king like when purry purry prisoner shows up and tries to fight the sea king and the angel form yeah an angel <laughs> form which is completely nude <laughs> with wings. With wings. quality moment <laughs> so sea kings fight with genos so i don't give genos very much props there are a couple times in the show where genos shows his ass and it definitely is noticed 
like with his fight with the Sea King, he's already taken out all these A and B heroes. Jeno uh, shows up and he's like, "All right, Saitama's not here. I don't know where he is. He's on the back of Moomin Rider's pegs." But like, <laughs> yeah. But like, Genos is like, he's hanging in. He's ready to go. He's doing this fight. He's giving it his all. He's breaking apart, and he's to the point of self destruction. It almost every single fight dude he is ready to blow himself up for the cause and then saitama shows up and that's when the fucking pretty much it comes to an end basically yeah but that's why i like the guy so much like he honestly just shows so much heart and courage towards the cause is like, that what it is he will bring himself to that moment just to fight the measly the very first fights <laughs> you see him and he's fighting the mosquito queen and right before he's about to die he's gonna self-destruct and yeah, kill himself time. but every then time. uh saitama comes in and says bitch slaps her yeah <laughs> i really like the fact that genos is saitama's unrecognized underappreciated looks like he sings k-pop cyborg apprentice like apprentice. the entire he time. is though but he's the doing that willingly too like he sees how powerful time. saitama is and he's yeah. just like i want to be as good as you one day well, i think it's funny because like he moves in with them and then whenever they're out anywhere everybody's like oh genos you're here and then saitama's there and they're like what the fuck are you doing here and they're like he's like master we need you <laughs> yeah, pretty dude. much yeah like, why are you talking to him like that yeah, that's just some guy that's like a c-rank hero bro yeah, dude. <laughs> that's a, that's one of the best parts about saitama is he doesn't get like any recognition for no. anything that's like not until later on in the beginning that's yeah. all he wants yeah, yeah because he yeah. doesn't understand why people don't like recognize him and he, they're like dude you need to like start drama yeah. and and like fuck with the tank top troops well, that was because that episode, the whole all the villains were bald, and he got mad because it was making bald people look bad. Yeah. And then when he went out to fight him, everybody thought he was one of the bad guys. Yeah, that's right. And then the tank top brothers started fighting him. <laughs> yeah, they're like, they just like, we don't stand a fucking chance. Like, there's no way. Yeah. The tank top army. Yeah. Fucking so, love them. A lot of the action-filled fights are mostly done by the other heroes, basically throwing themselves at whatever issue it is until it's been fixed or until Saitama shows up to save the day. Though, I've got to say, watching everyone go 100% just to lose, followed up by Saitama walking in and saving the day, always leaves you feeling satisfied. It's even better when you find out later on in the next episode that other heroes are getting the credit for saving the day. A good example of this is during his last Dragon Ball Z level fight of the season fighting Lord Boros. Now, Lord Boros, holy fuck. Now, going into this, the first season, like you know, you, you see the introduction of Saitama, you see him start to make alliances with people you kind of start to see him like prove himself actually become a hero in the association yep. yes uh, he becomes like an, a, a ranked hero mm -hmm. and then he goes to fight lord boros and he and got that fight, all the heroes there he did but overall like that fight was like the finale of fucking action in just cinematography that went into all of that like it was apex for the oh, time you mean like their entire budget went to that one yeah, fight. yeah right 100%. like they put five hundred thousand dollars into that one episode <laughs> and it wasn't just one punch like no, it wasn't got, just like yeah you know. he got hit two or three times yeah. before he was done yeah he got hit twice actually yeah, with yeah the he had a bunch of twice. level punches but just all of, like, the dodging and the action and, like, the level that, like, of creativity and, like, animation they put into Lord Boros, like, doing attacks against him was fucking insane. Like, you got to see him start off as, like, a base level, what was it, demon? What's right before God? Yep. Yeah. Okay. And and then no, he... Dragon. <laughs> dragon. Yeah. And then he evolved into a God level enemy. Yeah. Like, it was just fucking nuts. 
I don't know why, but for some reason it reminded me of Gurren Lagann. Just like his character design. I kind of, yeah. Ship, I think yeah. it was yeah. the ship. It was yeah. like the ship itself like, kind of gave up. Like the whole theme of it. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Definitely didn't expect like the last boss to be a alien coming over to take over the world with yeah. an army of other aliens and it actually causing a problem for S-class heroes. And that's when Saitama steps in and blasts through his ship. And starts just absolutely fucking everything up, uh, like almost unintentionally. Yeah. And he finds Lord Boros. Lord Boros goes his full form, and it's one hell of a fight, man. When when it Riley is. pitched the show to me, this is another Riley recommendation. We've already talked about that <laughs> at the beginning. They shouldn't head <laughs> out for the new show. Coming. We should. <laughs> yes, Riley's recommendation. And he's just sitting there <laughs> in a chair, and he's like, "Why haven't you watched this anime?" <laughs> just berates <Dude>. you. <laughs> I need to. I need to have like a Hugh Hefner like Playboy robe, smoking jacket. Yeah. I need to have like the corn or like a wooden pipe, like made out of like balsa wood or something. <laughs> the most endangered the slick, tree there is. The slick back comb over haircut. Yeah, yeah. It has to be the most endangered tree in the world. No, that's it's the made pipes. Of ivory. Yeah. <laughs> It's made out of a rhino horn <laughs> or like an elephant tusk. Narwhal horn. <laughs> <laughs> a unicorn horn. <laughs> Most rarest of horns. As I pack my weed into it. <laughs> and here are my recommendations for the week. <laughs> like puff out and it's a rainbow. I recommend you eat a full balanced breakfast and go to work on time <laughs> and get a full eight hours of sleep every night. <laughs> and then when you watch this anime, I want you to eat a big bag of dicks. <laughs> Cause it sucks. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anyway, um, yeah, that was Lord Boros' fight for me. Like I, you know, I had gone through the steps. I'd watched like the whole, um, I want to say 13 or 14 episodes for the first season, and then those last three episodes with that arc just captivated me. I was just like, holy fuck, I am sold now. Like I'm here for it. Like this is, I hate to say it, Naruto level. Like love interest for an anime for me like i'm definitely gonna like you know covet this and like stay with it and basically like i want to i want more of this like i want it to keep going i want to see where it evolves type thing um, so that that's honestly what sold it to me was whenever you sat me down you're like all right so here's this fight with genos and saitama and saitama does a punch towards genos doesn't even connect with them and it shows this tunnel of damage behind him in the mountains and then the, the, the scenery behind him. And then Saitama skips away. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's, he's <laughs> like, all right, man, you, you ready to go, la, like, la, 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 go la. to the store or something? Yeah. And it leaves your jaw, like, to the floor. But, like, honestly, it, it wasn't so much that video because I really couldn't get behind Saitama himself whenever I first saw him because of his just plain flatness. It was Riley sitting me down going, hey, you should check out this fight because it's got some essence of Dragon Ball Z in it. And it's something that when you watch, you see just exactly what this anime can do. You've got uh, you've got a villain where Saitama can can actually hit him more than once and he's not immediately dead. It's it's groundbreaking honestly it really is like i said earlier like the, it broke the internet with it coming out enough to where i hate to sound pretentious or i was like all right fine i'll watch this you know but you know like you said earlier like the thing that sucked about it was we had to wait like what three three years uh, like three for the years. second season to come yeah. out 
and then we waited just as long. For and then the second season was just like such a, not really a disappointment, but like you didn't really get to see as much action and as much story building with Saitama as you did in the first season. It mostly focused on A, B, and kind of S ranked heroes, mm-hmm. and Saitama. <clears throat> more or less becomes that in the middle of the season and Garu at this point in time doesn't know who that character is. Well, Saitama is also like for half the season off doing like something separate than the rest of the heroes. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. He enters that tournament. Yeah. Which that arc, one of my favorite anime moments is him going to fight. What's his name? He's like an S rank hero. He kind of looks like demon form Yusuke. Yeah. But he's got like black and blue hair, kind of. He's a fighter. Yeah. He's a martial artist. Yeah. But I want to say like during that fight, like him and Saitama start, you know, the fight starts. And like one of the first strikes he throws at Saitama, like nearly knocks him like almost to the end of the stage. But he doesn't like really. He doesn't even get phased by it. Like he literally, like the guy hits him and he just does this. Like he just throws his arm up and blocks it. And he just flies. Oh, like the, <laughs> yeah, the, the fighter guy with the long hair that just wants to do it for fame and women. Yeah, yeah. yeah that guy. I, I can't think of his name right now. It was the very last fight. Yeah. But he's one of the top tier heroes in the universe. He's but not a hero. He's not he a hero. He talks shit about heroes. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And then Saitama gets pissed off. Yeah, and that's why you like fucking mollywops him after his wig flies off. Yeah, dumb <laughs> <laughs> like coon skin. I don't want to go into that too much, but yeah, the wig thing when y'all see it, it's hilarious. It is funny because he's like half the season. Because <laughs> it's funny too because like he doesn't want people to know who he is, so he can be taken more seriously as like a professional fighter. I think that's like what makes it really funny. So the whole time, well, like he's just under this alias as I forget his name too. It was a hero. It was that, a different hero. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That he saved during a fight, and the hero was like, "Just use my name." And he's like, "How do you do karate?" Like, I want to learn karate. Yeah. Well, just to sum it all up, I think it's really funny because like he was like, "Yeah, martial arts," and he's like, "What's martial arts?" And he's like, "You don't know." He's like, "You're a hero, and you don't know martial arts." And then he like he goes to this whole like martial arts tournament, and gets to the very end, and like he like realizes he's like, "You know what?" I finally know what martial arts is. It's just moving in really cool ways and randomly attacking your enemy. And then, like, right <laughs> after much. that, like, he dodges an attack and hits him with his butt. <laughs> like, <knocks him> out. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, Saitama, you're still dumb. <laughs> Pretty much, still yeah. <laughs> so, with the conclusion of season one, you know, season two starts and it doesn't exactly start on, like, the highest of notes. Um, Eventually in Season 2, Sinema is seen for his action and is quickly given the status of A-Class Rank 39, which to him is kind of an insult. This yeah. is where he currently sits at in the anime. During the season, he has a fight with a demon, Class Centipede, we meet. The season's main villain and antagonist, Garu. So, Garu is... He is basically the antagonist for the rest of the series, as far as I know. Yes, for um, season two and season three, the hero hunter. He's the hero. He's the hero hunter. The hero hunter. He's the bad egg, basically. And then King, a sham of a hero. King is ranked S class. Shout out to King. Shout out seven. to King. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> the hero's hero, or better known as the strongest man on earth, a hero with no powers and a happenstance product of right time, right place. Fabuki, also known as Blizzard of Hell, and ranked. B class rank one 
She is the sister of S-Class Rank 2 Hero Tornado, one of my personal mm-hmm. favorites. She is the sister of S-Class Rank 2 Hero Tornado of Terror, Tatsumaki, which have which both have Esper powers and are known as the Psychic Sisters. And of course, we still have our suicidal cyborg, Genos. The main villain, as mentioned before, is the hero hunter known as Garu. Garu was a disciple of the martial arts masters Bang and Bong, and was later kicked out for a rampage over monsters and his love for them. Garu later dedicates his life to hunting heroes and has fought 12 back-to-back fights with nearly no rest in between. So that is basically what the second season is centered around, is you have Garu's arc, you have King's arc, and you kind of have Saitama's arc all at the same time. So, and like, while he's doing all of this, um, he's gaining followers. So you've got King, you've got Genos. King, like, literally just plays games with Saitama, video games. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, I love it. So Saitama shows up to save King during a fight, and... Saitama becomes interested in him because at the time he's the number one hero. Yep. And they develop like this kinship between each other. And like they basically like it's kind of like a duality because it's like Saitama is like the best person at fighting monsters in real life. But King is like the most OP fighting game player of all time. Literally, I remember the episode where like him, they're playing like that, like, I don't know, like chibi, like chick fighting yeah. game. <laughs> You can basically compare it to, like, um, what the hell is that name? Like, Chainsaw Girls or whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm talking I about. <laughs> I can't remember the name of it right now. But, like, they're you playing that, and Saitama has, like, a whole life. Game. And he's like, all right, I'm finally going to bring it in. Like, I'm going to beat you. And then, like, a second later, it's just, like, King wins. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, like, you you discover, like, after, like, uh, Saitama meets King and everything, King comes clean about the fact that he's just a normal guy. Yeah, Saitama he's literally, like, I'm secret. not powerful. And another thing with that. Like Tyler said, the happenstance with King was he was always at the right right place at the wrong time, so he'd like be alive after like a everybody a de- was a, dead after a demon was killed, right? And then it goes to show that like the person that saved King every single time was Saitama, and like he realized Literally. that like later in life, and yeah, he would, they became homies. He yeah, would always so be the last time, guy there, and then like yeah. everybody would show up and be like, "It's him! It's him. He him. saved us!" And it, was, it was actually Saitama, and he already left. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it comes like full circle into why Saitama never got any kind of credit whenever it came to yeah. like these kinds of fights. Yeah, it all plays into it. It's like they're it's meant cool. to like yeah. meet each other because they're constantly like helping each other. I'm, some way. I'm genuinely excited about Saitama's new crew with this karate master now involved mm-hmm. because like yeah Saitama said no at the end of the, the episode he was like can I follow you and he just laughed and said no but like anytime Saitama says no it normally means that they're gonna follow you regardless, regardless <laughs> yeah. of what you have to say. He's kind of like a cult leader. I kind of <laughs> love it, dude. He just has this like band of like random ass heroes that are just at his beck and call but he doesn't he doesn't fucking need them no he doesn't he's just like very like <laughs> he's very like just lackadaisical about it he's just like oh, okay i mean if you want to <laughs> yeah, fuck it, I don't care. but overall i think season two you know it was good i give it like a seven out of ten mm, that's generous i i think it is because you see a lot of cool things happen you see a lot of development and a lot of other elements of the show. You see the monsters develop. You see Saitama kind of develop. You see um, the King and Saitama art develop. You see Garu develop, which yeah. I think, you know, him alone 
is just one of the most important parts of that season. Yeah, absolutely. Because, because they're it, definitely it, just foreshadowing for, you know, his uprising. Absolutely. And Cosmic Garu is hands down one of the scariest beings I Saitama has fought at this current time. I mean, uh, in the manga itself, he fucking takes everybody out. I mean, it's nuts. There is also one monster I do want to see that they premiered in season two, and I still don't know his name. King of the Demons? King of the Demons. He's had yes. a throne. Yes. Guy. That guy. That's who I want to see in action. I'm going to roll the dice, my 12D right here, and I'm going to go ahead and assume that he's going to kill him in at least one punch. <laughs> I At would think one. so, but I just want to see some of the action that they've displayed with other OP villains in the past episodes. Mm. Like, that's all I want out of it. Like, I don't care if the guy fucking dies. I really don't. No. Like, he's probably going to get overthrown or something, but I want to see it go down. So, I think we it's about time we actually get into the history of the show, too. History of the manga and the anime, baby. In 2009, One Punch Man became a webcom published by a mysterious mangaka known as oh, One. The comedic writing and casual art style gave the series a certain charm that attracted a small fan base across Japan. In 2011, the fan base expanded to readers all over the world and grew audience who were eager for new updates of 2012. The webcomic had 7.9 million hits. Holy cow. Million billion. Despite the popularity of the webcam, one continued to update inconsistently. The same year, longtime fan of the professional manga arts, Yusuke Murata, approached one asking if he could redraw the series and submit the publish and weekly young jump spinoff manga website young jump web comics Murata explained that because he wanted to treat this manga as a special art project the updates would be ready only when he was satisfied with the quality yusuke Murata, age 33 added a brand new layer to the web comic his ability to display motion on paper combined with the mind-blowing two-page spreads took the series to the next level one and Murata became fast friends after working on the first few chapters together and even published several doujinshi for Kamaket. At the same time, one's other manga, Mob Psycho 100, Boom, which came we back. talked about came earlier, back, earlier <laughs> it circles back, was picked up by Weekly Shonen Sunday, further limiting his time to work on One Punch Man. Initially, with this led to Murata's version in hopes of more frequent updates. Unfortunately, this was not the case. Murata had begun to deviate from drawing reproductions of the original pages to include flipbook-like chapters, which did not add to the plot, but instead <laughs> focused on a single action scene. <laughs> While stunning to look at, the spreads extended to the length of time it took to release plot-relevant chapters, which, a.k.a., is known as filler. <laughs> After two years of speculation... The anime adaptation was finally confirmed in early 2015. One and Murata handpicked the animation team, choosing a mix between novice and more experienced animators from Madhouse Studios. The amount of excitement the animators had for the series played a major role in the section of team members, and it was joked that during development, animators often fought over which scenes they wanted to work on. Murata himself helped with keyframing as he had begun taking a few jobs in the animation industry, and one assisted with character design and story direction. 
With these two talented artists working on the series, it's not a surprise that it packs a punch that everyone seems to be feeling. Some other notable animes tied to Madhouse Studios are Overlord, Parasite, which is amazing, the 2011 version of Hunter x Hunter, Death Note, Claymore, and Mob Psycho 100. Mason just got the biggest chubby ever. (laughs) He definitely did. Shout out to Overlord as well. (laughs) Shout out to all of those. I was going to say, I think (laughs) Mason's watched all of those in that list. I I haven't watched Overlord, and I haven't watched Claymore yet, but I've been wanting to for years. I'm going to get to that at some point. Mob Psycho is fantastic. Claymore I haven't watched. Death Note I've seen the Jesus out of. Uh, the 2011 series of Hunter x Hunter, fantastic. Parasite, so good. Love Parasite. So cool. I Parasite actually so good. Somebody came up to me at work the other day and was just like, "Have you watched Parasite yet?" And I was just like, "Yeah, I loved it." But the one scene from that show that bothers me is when the hand tries to fuck the main character. Yeah, <laughs> like that was really weird. <laughs> I don't remember that. He was. I don't know. It was just like a segment of an episode. More like I feel like the main character was trying to jerk off or something, and the hand was like, "Well, I can help you." Yeah, <laughs> Ichi, I, can, I can help you. It was something weird Luigi, like that because they had this the weird like was. relationship going on the whole time. But all by far, they're fantastic animes. As of the date of this recording, there are a total of twenty-seven volumes, twenty-four episodes, two seasons, and one game on the PS4 for One Punch Man, which I have really been wanting to play. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't even seen anything about. I've it. seen reviews on it. I've I, seen gameplay. I just picture like reviews. a Dynasty Warrior game. It's like it your typical. It's like your typical <laughs> anime video game. I yeah. hate to say it, like some are good, some are not. It honestly depends on how like devoted you are to the series mm-hmm. if you play through so it or not. So the cool thing about the One Punch Man game is if you play with anybody other than Saitama, it's like a normal fighting game. But if you play with Saitama, if the other person doesn't kill Saitama, Saitama before a certain time limit, he gets like his ultimate one punch and you lose instantly. <laughs> <laughs> That's the caveat of it. He has to build up to it. Yeah, you like he dodge the it. whole time. Yeah, and then he builds up a meter. Dead. <laughs> like it doesn't matter where you are on the screen, no, you're it, just dead. It just kills you instantly. <laughs> <laughs> it's just auto kill. Yeah. <laughs> so you probably can't use him online or anything, right? He's banned. Uh, probably not in, in rank. He's banned just know. like Pot of Greed and Yu Gi Oh! Also banned. Hello. Also banned. Monster Reborn. Also banned in 2004. <laughs> So now, Season 3, we can't really speak towards due to it not being released. They did announce it. Yeah. It is in development. 2024 is when it's planned to be released. It's going to be coming out soon. I will say here at the podcast, we can't be the only ones ready to meet the number one hero, Blast, which I know nothing about. Blast? And see Cosmic Aura and Saitama go at it. He's got a dumb-ass outfit. He kind of looks like uh, a... You know that... uh, Spy Kids movie where they're wearing like the bulky armor and they're in the video game. Oh, the third one? Yeah. (laughs) The one that everybody's been memeing? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, so it's kind of like that. So Blast's power is he's got gravity manipulation and super strength. He is the number one hero. He's able to hold these cubes on his finger that weigh basically the amount of a world. And Saitama is able to pick them up with no problem. So I'm, again, you know, I'm assuming cow. you're getting that from the manga? I'm getting that from the manga. Yeah, okay. Took me a second, but I got <laughs> it. So I'm really, I kind of like that, though, because I almost want to say, like, I don't know why we haven't seen this guy yet in the past two seasons, but the fact that... He's been busy trying to find these cubes. 
He's been trying okay. to find these cubes that can save the world. So that's been his okay. interdimensional dream. I don't know. I'm almost speechless about that because it's fucking awesome. Yeah. So <laughs> basically the picture that I've seen, he's he's basically swirling one of these cubes on his finger. One of the uh, S-class heroes tries to hold one of these cubes and it crushes his hand until Saitama comes up and picks it up. And that's just pretty much the end of the the, the cube theory because right. blast sees it and he's like okay what the fuck because this all is relevant towards cosmic garu which we don't know right. much about okay. i was kind of picking up on that yeah know, cosmic garu on... he's he's basically the outline of garu but he's black with with white stripes and stars on his body um almost has no features whatsoever it's just his outline yeah he just looks like basically like a nasa image of like space yeah absolutely yeah i've seen stills of it before from the manga and i'm I'm genuinely excited for where this anime is gonna go i've seen videos of the manga like pretty much how like youtube there's like somebody that's like reading the story and you're seeing the images of what's going on that's how i caught up with everything because i wanted to know because it's been so goddamn long it's been so long it's been like 2019 yeah it's been four years since we've gotten a season and they're just now working on it and it's hard for you know us guys well myself not included but that don't want to read manga you know what i mean and and i will take a page out of riley's book right now because uh i don't give a fuck (laughs) (laughs) i don't give a fuck you wanted to talk about let's let's watch the uh let's let's read the the manga black clover and then send me stuff about it i don't give a fuck man I haven't read it though. That's the thing. That's why I sent you that just to look you. At the pictures like I do. Uh, somebody posted a picture somewhere on a group that I'm in on Facebook or something like that, and I was just like, "Oh man," because you had told me about it previously, and to finally see it, it just kind of devastated me. And I'm like, "Oh man, that's so upsetting." Oh, it's so <sighs> defeating. But I won't get into that. Um, overall, I think that if you haven't watched One Punch Man yet. You're definitely hurting yourself more than benefiting yourself, yeah. uh, especially if you're an anime lover. Definitely check it out. Um, I think we could kind of cap off where we're at for now. I in, believe in so. The episode, you know, I believe, I believe we're at the end where we're at right now on the show and with the manga itself. Yeah, um, there's definitely more to come in the future. Like I said, they're announcing that the second season is going to be back in 2024. Third. Oh, sorry. Third season. You know, we're all excited for that. I've think it's gonna be great i hope they put out more than fucking 13 episodes for how long i've been waiting um we'll see mappa has a tend to leave audiences i was gonna say <laughs> something i'm pretty sure they announced that mappa's not doing yeah oh, okay. i'm pretty sure so. fair enough we'll see well that gives us a better timeline then you know yeah. <laughs> they're too busy man they got like chainsaw yeah, they got man. some other shit going <laughs> they definitely do they got a lot of uh, heavy hitters in their books right now um with that being said i thank you guys for listening I'm your humble host, Riley Wallen. I'm your fearless leader, Tyler Campbell. And as always, it's your boy, Mason. Be sure to check us out on all of our socials. Um, you can find us basically anywhere under at Minimus Fortune, Instagram, Facebook. Um, listen to us on Spotify. Check us out on Anchor and all of our other podcast platforms, including but not limited to Apple Podcast. <laughs> and, and I will say I don't know about uh, all of our listeners but I personally am the type of person that always has YouTube running in the background of my life whether I'm sleeping or anything or not 
if you uh, don't do the podcast type of thing, maybe go on YouTube and check us out because all of our episodes are now up on there. As of a week, we have just uploaded all of our episodes it to YouTube podcast. It took three fucking days <laughs> to get all of our goddamn episodes up. So if you guys can please check it out on YouTube, show your friends, share the link, do whatever you have to do, spread the word. I can't thank you guys enough for joining us on this journey of One Punch Man and Saitama. And with that, be sure to stay misfortunate. Always Always listen to mom. And we're (laughs) fucking out. Nice. (laughs) See you, Space Cowboys.